All right, hello. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Lucy. My name's Janie. This is my mother. And that's my daughter, (laughs) but I think you already know her. (laughs) How's your day been? Very good, very good. What have you been up to? Um, Well, mostly trying to wrap my head around how to record. Yeah, we're both not great at technology, are we? Technology damsels in distress, that's what we are. Yeah. So hopefully this is working and you can hear us both. Yeah, and when I reassure everybody, we're not in charge of any nuclear reactors or anything no, like that. No, no, nothing so. like that. Just the, the TV. That's pretty much our limit on technology, isn't it? I so. don't even think I can manage TV. To only be quite only reality TV. TV. You know, I've just finished know. my recent season of Love After Lockup, oh, one of you? our faves. Yeah, I am really hook, line and sinker back into that. And I've just finished 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I'm halfway through. Is this the UK season? Yes, very yeah. good. Ah, oh, it's not as good as the American one, though. No, it's not, but any port in a storm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what are you on to next? Um, 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 do you know what? It's, it's going to sound a bit random, but last night I started to watch my first ever episode of Squid Games. Oh, I know, that's broke for you. Yeah, very that's late rogue. to the party, I know. Oh, what did you think? Better late than never. Yeah. Um, well, I thought the acting was really shockingly bad. Now, remind me, is Squid Games all subtitled? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the sort of thing that you can have on in the background yeah, whilst you're mindless, actually fiddling yeah. away doing something else. Yeah. You actually have to pay attention. Yeah. Um, but I sort of started to enjoy it and I thought, oh, okay. It's good. Okay. It is good, yeah. yeah. And it's not actually that long either, so I reckon you'll really enjoy it. But yeah. that's very rogue for you. Yeah. yeah. You're like a reality person through and through. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really tend to like anything that's got a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, blood and guts in it. Oh, well, you, yeah, Squid Games might not be for you then. Have you seen yeah. any blood and guts yet? No, no, nothing at all. Oh, no. <laughs> you've got a tree in store. <laughs> <laughs> a smorgasbord of blood. A smorgasbord of blood. Yeah, because you really hate blood, don't you? I, really oh, do I didn't think about that. Yes. So uh, this could be interesting. I yeah. know, I thought it was pretty brave. That is actually. quite brave of you. Well, yeah. that's interesting. So I'm watching that, and what else am I watching at the moment? Just drivel, really. Just yeah, complete drivel. Same. I'm, when I'm cooking, I watch Below Decks, and I just go through oh. all the different seasons. And then when I'm eating, I'm on Love After Lockup, 90 Day Fiance, and some YouTube, which is always always a good go-to. Who is the captain on the one that you're watching at the moment? Sandy, who I love. <laughs> I love Sandy. She's such a great captain. Yeah. And the one on the previous one was the, the Australian one with that absolutely hunk, hunk mm-hmm. of a man. I don't know what his yeah. name was, but yeah. he was beautiful, wasn't he? Gorgeous. Stunning. So I've finished that season now. So now I'm on, I guess it's a really old season I'm watching now. Like the audio is really weird. It's, it's like super, super old. It's almost like pixels on the screen, but it's good. Anywho, podcast. So this podcast is an idea that we've had for a little while. Basically, mum and I have quite frequent coffee shop catch-ups, don't we? We do. And they always end up feeling a little bit like a therapy session. We just chat crap. We talk about all the problems in our lives. We put the world to rights. And... Yeah, they're pretty pretty in depth conversations. Yeah, and sometimes. you don't actually you don't pay for any of it, do you? No, no. neither do you. Oh, that's true. I'll send you my bill shortly. <laughs> my bill will outweigh your bill. Oh, you okay. <laughs> so we do this quite regularly, and every time we've come away from it, we always thought, you know what, this would have probably been quite a good podcast episode. Yeah, yeah we're just sort of spilling our emotional turmoil onto the world yeah. um, well, we onto thought, each other really yeah well now onto the world so uh, <laughs> unfortunately for anyone listening <laughs> buckle up guys <laughs> strap yourselves in you are implicated <laughs> now but yeah we just thought it would be a nice thing to sit down and 
you know, invite you into our conversation. So you're sitting down with your mum and your sister or some of your best friends. And or just... if you haven't got a mum and a sister. We are now. Well, we are your yeah, mum and sister this is it. We're now. adopting you. Yes, Sorry. we are. You're stuck with us. Yes, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's the vibe. We're going to talk about all different things, any topics. Nothing's really off limits, is it? We're just Nothing chat away. Not saying that our advice is going to be recommended. <laughs> it's just, yes. just our thoughts and feelings on the world. But, yeah, we just want to make everyone feel comfortable. And if it's just an escape for people as well, then that's our job done, really, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's what we thought. And if you don't already know, I am actually a former nurse and a lecturer in health and well-being and a psychotherapist and clinical hypnotherapist. She's the jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Master, Master of, of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I must get it from you. It must be genetic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying that any medical advice should be taken that seriously. Always consult with a doctor. Um, but no, if there's anything that you feel that you'd like, I don't know, just to just to air out and get an opinion on, then um, share. we'll do our very best. Yeah. And just in case you don't know, I'm a qualified personal trainer and amazing mother to one huge ragdoll kitten and unofficial therapist to my friends and family <laughs> specifically your mother <laughs> yeah specifically my mother so that is basically us and we just thought we'd have a little chat with you guys today and introduce ourselves i'm going to do like a little quick fire round of questions that i've just pulled up on some random website on on google and uh, we'll just sort of have a little bit of fun with it to introduce ourselves get to know you guys and then in the next couple of podcasts, we'll kind of get into some meteor issues. Into the nitty gritty. Yeah. And like I say, no topic is off limits. So it might be fun and interesting to see what we have. So on that note, if there's anything that you do want us to chat about, feel free to hit us up on Instagram or email us. I'll put something in, I guess, the show notes when I get this up. And yeah, you can send us any thoughts and feelings you have and we can chat around about it. So mm. that'll be good, won't it? Yeah. All right, what shall we do for questions? I'm having a little scroll through my list here. What was the last thing you read? Oh, that's really good. Well, I can't even remember the name of the... Must have been mind-blowing. <laughs> the name of the author, I feel really bad. It's a new book that's out, it's called Poor. Poor, uh, like Paul. P-A-W? <laughs> P-O-O-R. Poor. Poor as or P O U R. There's so many options. <laughs> yes. The options are endless. <laughs> it's about it's about a bartender. <laughs> no, it's called, it's called Poor, and uh, it's about it's the autobiography. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, there's no point me even telling you if I don't know the name of the author. <laughs> I'm sure people um, can look it up. Do you want me to look it up while you're talking about you it? You can look it up. Tell us the yeah. premise of the book. Because I've literally only just got the book and started reading the first couple of chapters. But it is the true story of... Um, oh, uh, Katrina O'Sullivan. That's right. C- Katrina O'Sullivan. Catriona. Catri- I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really don't think you'll be listening to this, but I'm so sorry. Catriona O'Sullivan. <laughs> so tell us what it's about. So it's the story of her life, really. It's growing up incredibly poor with parents who suffer from addiction um, and how... She managed to, over the course of her life, go from being a being this very poor child in a poor family to being homeless to becoming a um, unmarried and uh, unsupported mother uh, to a small child herself, and 
taking herself out of that situation and getting herself to where she is today. Mm. Um, and she is a highly accomplished, um, I believe she's a lecturer now. Oh, wow. I think, yeah. Pretty cool. I really should have the book in front of me. Yeah, sure you've let us down there. You've really yeah. let us down. Um, I think the last thing I read, well, I'm currently reading, is a book about data, believe it or not. Oh. It's called Don't Trust Your Gut. And it's all about why you should use data rather than trusting your instincts in certain areas. So they basically, it's evidence-based and they use scientific studies to discuss things like picking a partner or picking a career path or how likely you are to be accused of a crime based off how you look. And they look at all the data and statistics. So it's quite interesting, actually, because often the data doesn't support what your gut would do. So it's just talking about that. It's quite interesting. I love anything science and evidence. Now, that's really interesting because yesterday on The Chase... Mm-hmm. Another fave show of yours. Another fave. There was a, a young woman and she studied um, statistics. Oh, statistics was my worst subject at uni. Yeah. Oh, and I've got PTSD from it. For her dissertation, she actually looked at The Chase. That was It was part of her yeah. final dissertation. And... He, uh, Bradley Walsh, asked her, well, you know, statistically, what was her chance of winning? And um, she said, well, based on an average player against an average chaser, Mm -hmm. she had something like a 70% chance of getting through. So obviously quite high, Mm -hmm. something like that. And um, basically, cut a long story short, she crashed crashed and burnt. Oh, no. (laughs) She did. Oh, no, that's awful. And I said, rather jokingly at the end, oh, so that makes her a below-average contestant and a below-average chaser. Oh, bless her. So, yeah, so basically it all went against her statistical analysis of the situation. Well, maybe I should not read the book. Who knows? I don't know. It's a bit of balance, isn't it? Trusting your gut versus that. Mm. Interesting. All right. Do you have any pet peeves? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, this is going to sound really bad. Why is it something that I do on the no, regular? No, no, no. My pet peeve, my big thing at the moment is mobility scooters. Oh, no, that's always been your pet peeve. That and pan pipes. <laughs> my mother, guys. This is my mother. <laughs> I can't stand pan pipes. No, well, even worse, somebody playing pan pipes on a mobility scooter. That would just send me. Yeah, that would really tip you over the edge. <laughs> pan pipes attached to the exhaust. I'd, just go, I'd go completely rogue. <laughs> no, it's mobility scooters. Because, and obviously there are people out there who really do depend on them yeah. to get them around. That's absolutely fine. I don't have any problem with that. But oh, I'm, they're allowed, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're allowed. But I am starting to see so many people on these things... And these machines are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. And I was in Masham, Masham in, in Yorkshire last week. And there was a lady, she actually, she drove, she drove into a cafe on one of these things, <laughs> parked it up inside the cafe, which I have to say was really, really tiny. Yeah. And um, got out of it, got into her chair at the table. Yeah. And ordered her food. And for the whole time she was there, continually... Sorry, sorry, my chair's squeaking, sorry. My chair's squeaking, she keeps moving around. (laughs) It's actually my hips, but I'll just pretend it's the chair. (coughs) Excuse me. So she kept getting up and down, up and down the whole time Mm -hmm. that she was in the cafe. And without absolutely no 
clearly no problem with her mobility. Yeah. And this is my pet peeve. People who don't use them for the purpose that they actually... Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Because all it's going to actually do is, the more you use these things, the more your natural mobility is going to... Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's the room they take up on pavements... I just can't stand it. And and people drive them so reckless. I could just go on the Well, I mean, you say that, but I live in Nottingham and people drive those electric bikes recklessly. And those things like motorbikes now. I mean, my motorbike is smaller than some of those bikes and they're driving on the path and it's crazy how quick they drive. I don't know what my pet... I've got quite a few pet peeves, I think. But I think one of my biggest one... Oh, oh, I've got one. And this has been something that has really highlighted to me in the last probably year or so. And it's something that I do as well, which is even worse... And that's when people talk to their pets in a baby voice. Oh. Oh, it drives me up the wall. It drives me literally around the bend. And I, like, if I'm watching a video and someone's talking to their pet and they start talking in a baby voice, I have to skip the video. But I now notice that I do this to Hugo. I speak to him in a baby voice. And it it gives me, I give myself the ick. Like, I freak myself out. (laughs) And it's a real pet peeve. I think that, and then just poor manners, you know, people who don't, They'll just, like, slam a door in your face. Okay, so, random question. Over the last year, I would say probably, like, the last year, we've been going on more trips together and going away together. What about me drives you most up the wall? Uh, oh, the choices are endless. <laughs> yeah, it's just too many to decide from. Well, your driving is pretty shocking. Are you actually joking? <laughs> I'm sorry, I am such a good driver. I am actually a good driver. This is something that really triggers me because I am a really good driver. It's I just very, choose when I need to be a good it's driver. It's very important at this point to know that Lucy has a nickname, which is Lead Boot Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that. That doesn't mean you're a bad driver. That means you're skillful. If you can drive fast and well. That's probably you're not skillful. Oh, I am. I am. So that's really, that's your biggest pet peeve with me. That's the biggest thing that drives you at the wall. Well, it was you that drove the car into a field. Oh, I flew it. I flew yeah. it into a field skillfully. That's the, that, the words That's you're the missing. Skillful part, wasn't that it? was the one and only time I've ever had an accident. And may I add, I was rushing to go and pick my brother and sister on Laura from the airport in London. So I'm going to blame them for that one. Yeah, why not? Why not just shoulder <laughs> that blame? Anyone onto else them. but myself. Yeah, pet peeve though. Apart from your driving, you're a bit you're a bit grubby with your hands. You, oh no, um, no, that that makes me that sounds awful. That makes me sound really bad. I'm not <laughs> grubby with my hands. What it is is my mum basically has OCD about cleanliness, so everything has to be sanitised every five minutes. And because I don't sanitise my hands every five minutes, that makes me grubby. You're talking about me as if I carry a whole operating theatre in my handbag. Yes, you do. Have you oh, felt no. the weight of that handbag? I know. Yes, that was mentioned to me by somebody else the other day. It is obscenely heavy yeah i don't know what you keep in there well honestly actually that's my pet peeve with you when we travel the backpack (laughs) yes it is is so stressful to watch my mum getting anything out of her backpack because there are so many straps and pockets and little compartments it's like houdini's little bag it's it's ridiculous and it's also like mary poppins bag because you can just never-endingly getting stuff out of it It is, but it's so stressful because watching her put stuff back in it it's hard to watch and I just want to help but we're both extremely stubborn people and neither of us will accept help <laughs> that's true so I want to help and I'm stubborn about that and you don't want help no. and you're stubborn about no. that no. and it is just fireworks yeah so yeah. while we travel a lot together 
And for the most part, it's good. We definitely drive each other up the wall, don't we? I'm going to have to put pictures online now yeah. of my bag so you can see what it's yeah. like. Yeah, you might as well put your key ring up there as well while you're at it. Key, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> key rings. The key ring that can be seen from space. It's huge. Honestly, yeah. it's about 50 key rings on one key ring. <laughs> yeah. And yet, the other day, you lost it. Well, uh, it turns out that I didn't lose it. It was snatched from me and it was taken and put to away. To a safe from, place. To a safe place, yes. AKA, it was put in the safe. It was put in the safe, yeah. Well, there you go. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. I think only that would happen to you. Right. Well, okay. I'll raise, I'll raise your... Pet peeve. Pet peeve. <laughs> and see you. And I would say... Um, this is oh, going to just turn into slander. Oh, yes. Yes. Go on then. Spill it. Spill the you are you are very tardy in answering your messages. Oh, I'm awful. Oh no, I'll admit that. And the more you know me, the closer we are, the longer the response time. Yeah. In fact, right. sometimes you just won't get a response. That's very true. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I know if I won't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I will and put yet, my hands up to that. And yet, whoa, betide that the boot is on the other foot oh wait and I don't actually answer. I've got a pet for you for you <laughs> you've just made me think about they're it they're coming out thick and fast now thick and fast that's it we've started it's like like Pringles once you pop you can't stop go on then lay it on my, my pet peeve is something that you do increasingly more nowadays and that is responding simply with a thumbs up emoji well it's economy of effort isn't no, it no I'm sorry that is not to me what's wrong with that to me a thumbs up emoji is I'm angry at you. Yeah, no. this is all you're getting is a thumbs no, up emoji. It's it not. is because that's what dad dad would do. Just a thumbs up emoji. It's just the yep. All right then. No, that's just pure economy of effort. Well, like, this is where all you need all you need to know in one simple picture. No, well that's not how I see it. That's not how I perceive it. So there we go. Pet peeve from me to you. So what would you expect? That's it. Instead? No more holidays. <laughs> I would expect to. No problem, that's great. See you later. Or, I do that a lot too. Yeah, a little bit. But so that's that, that's even worse because then when I do get the thumbs up emoji, I'm like, oh no, shit's hit the fan. I'm like, oh, I'm in ah, trouble. But that's your problem. That's, you oh, over- that's a me thing now, is yeah, it? You uh, overthink. No, that is me. Yeah, I do overthink, overthink, but you know everything. I overthink. So then surely you have I a responsibility respond, yeah. to think, I don't want to maybe make this worse for Lucy. Oh. So I've got to overthink what you're overthinking and respond to that. Exactly. Oh, okay. You've got to give it two steps ahead. Goodness me. Or just simply stop using the thumbs up emoji. It's a blinking minefield. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Any more pet peeves you want to air and put out on the oh, table? I'm sure I can think about. of a few more. Maybe um, we can save that for another podcast episode. What, the, way, <laughs> the way you eat breakfast is pretty, pretty peeving. Yeah, because, well, again, it comes down to your hands. Because I eat with my hands. No, because you eat like an animal. You're like you'll get a piece. Of... You are literally making me out to be a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you'll get a piece of bread and you wipe the plate like Oliver. No crumb like, gets left behind. No, right? exactly, exactly. No food goes yes, to waste. You don't seem to understand that when you're in a restaurant, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. It looks a bit animalistic. I don't lick the plate though. I don't. That is a step too far. Well, that's a surprise to be quite honest. With you. That's <laughs> Look, a real surprise. I'm sorry. I don't mess around when it comes to food. I don't know who brought you. Oh, that's me. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do not mess around when it comes to food. You should have seen me when I was in Madeira that the waiters I went on my own to Madeira and uh, the restaurant at the hotel I would run in because I'd be hiking all day I'd run in and I'd get the last half an hour of dinner and I have to eat as much as I can in that time because that would be the only meal I eat at the hotel but it doesn't matter what time you eat your food you always eat as if 
you've got to get it all in as soon as possible because you've got limited time yeah because there's no point in wasting time when it comes to food we want to get it in and want to enjoy it and nothing gets wasted take food very seriously food and coffee well we don't play with that you've got to take your time with food because you need to start the digestion but if we're talking about food we can talk about people who get hangry oh (laughs) (laughs) and i'm looking straight at you Give me one example. Because if oh, I could give you a, a plethora of examples. But if we get, God forbid, we get off a plane and get a taxi to the hotel or get a bus or whatever it might be, and we end up, we get to the hotel, we have got to find food ASAP. That is priority number one. Otherwise, shit's going to go down. <laughs> I can you know it's true. Do you remember you when, it's true. when we went to Cyprus and we got off the plane in... Oh, wow, that's a throwback, that. Um, in Paphos, I think it was. Yeah. And we were roaming around the streets for a McDonald's. I do remember this, yeah. yeah and We ended up in, finding one. You got, like, a Mc, McGreek, didn't you? McGreek. <laughs> they have a, we used to live in Cyprus, and they have different McDonald's there. And, and Mum and I went back to go on holiday there, didn't we? This we was did. a long time. This yeah. is 2014. Yeah. And uh, we had to go and taste the delicacies that we'd been missing out on. Yeah, Cyprus was a hoot. No, I was just hungry. Yeah, you were. But in, I feel like I remember in Budapest particularly, you, you got quite hangry. Did I? Yeah, and potentially in Iceland as well. I mean, Iceland oh, was Iceland was great. We, uh, there was one night where we came back from being out all day. We'd been all the way down to Vic, which is about four and a half hours from Reykjavik, which is where we were staying. And we drove back and we went out for fur, didn't we? Because fur is like yeah. the, the go-to meal when we travel. And we went down into Reykjavik and it was absolutely pouring with rain oh. do you remember and we walked we went the wrong way about five biblical. times and we just could not find this bloody restaurant could we and eventually we just settled with one went in there and the, the we stood waiting for a table and there was literally puddles where we were standing because our clothes were so <laughs> so wet but that was such a good trip that was, that was such a great trip and we could yeah. do a whole podcast episode on all the trips that we've been on and all our mm-hmm. tips and things that we enjoyed doing but that was great but Budapest at the beginning of this year was also incredible it was fantastic, and I, I, that was a close call with Iceland, actually, yeah. as in sort of vying for best holiday. As I really loved Budapest, loved the markets, yeah, um, the, the buildings, people were lovely. the cafes. Food was good. It was just awesome. The Jewish quarter was incredible, oh, wasn't it? so interesting. Yeah. The synagogue was so interesting. The, the um, sort of little talk that we had in the synagogue yeah. was really fascinating, yeah. Um, it's just, a, it's a great city, city break, isn't it? Yeah. And the hotel that we stayed at was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant, right in the heart of Budapest. Yeah, it was super good. And it's cheap, cheap as well. It's so good. Yeah. So that was great. And then Mallorca. And we have that little routine where we always catch up on all our reality programmes. Yeah. So coming full circle back to the beginning of this podcast episode, we, that's, this is what we do when we go away for a girl's holiday. Because when I say we go away, it's literally just me and mum. And we always chill in the hotel in the evenings. We'll have our dinner and then we'll go back to the hotel and we just lie in bed and we just watch on the iPad a series of reality TV that we both haven't watched or we're in the middle of. And it's so good, isn't it? And we usually just get some snacks and we have like a little bed picnic and just watch that until we fall asleep. It's so good. a complete pair of slobs. We do. We we are. We are really. But no, it's the dream. It's so good. And yeah, it's It's great that we can... the holiday. Yeah, it's great that we can do that as well. Like like I say, we've only really started doing that in the last year and we're going away a lot and it's just like the screw it, let's just go away type thing. Life's too short. So that's been really good. So yeah, but we've had some pet peeves. So I don't know. I don't know whether I'll be going on another trip with you now. (laughs) 
<laughs> unless I've got a bag full of snacks but then I touch them with my own hands Certainly, my grubby not, hands if you're, if you're dri- driving we're not going away that's for I sure. literally drive on every trip that we go on I drove in Iceland yeah. I drove in Mallorca yeah. I didn't drive in Budapest well, you don't have a daughter car. and drive yourself do you oh right well I'm going to start charging you I'll send you my bill <laughs> well that is basically all the questions I had did you have any other questions you wanted to come up with or no I don't think me? so that's enough food for thought for now yeah so We'll leave you there. I'm sure you're sick of us already. Um, and uh, we hope to hear, no, we hope to speak to you. No, that's not right either. We hope to be in your ears in the next podcast episode. Oh, that's a sound. Oh, gosh, clean freak over here. Is well, welcome to our triggered. family. Welcome to our family. And uh, we're welcoming you with open arms. You're welcome to come and join us and air all your pet peeves as well about us. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Catch you later. Peace out.